0: So first things first, James, how was your anime, North?
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, how how was it? I heard there was a, a convention for Japanimation uh, a couple of weeks ago for adults. For, <laughs>
0: for adults.
1: And I don't know where I am. I think I'm in some void, aren't I? I was like, I had a bag over my head, and somehow I'm now in a room with you. I don't know why.
0: Oh, that. Well, we usually save that whenever uh, Mohammed Abdel does the show, but this time around, he actually managed to evade our capture, so we had to kidnap you instead. Okay, so here's the story. This is, well, as you've probably now figured out, James is actually now here in person, and he's uh, out of quarantine, He's out of his self-imposed quarantine, which we mentioned uh, during the Anime North episodes. But actually, James is also here to test something else. So, um, we're going to just backtrack a little bit from the Anime North episodes. We found out the hard way, and you probably noticed it in the uh, night number two recording, the official episode 68 recording, that one of our microphones actually died. And it's one, it is one of the 2006 microphones that we originally used. So over the um, two weeks since then, I went on a microphone spree because I found out that um, Shuri had some of their uh, mid-end microphones, the M- MV7s, or more specifically the MV7Xs on sale. No, well I think their entire microphone line their podcast related microphone lines were on sale from their high-end uh, SM was it SM 4 I think it is right down to the MV uh, to their midline mv7s and then one step down to their X uh, X line which is just Phantom power specific where their regular mv7s are USB USB plugins as well so I bought a bunch of them
1: I'd say 15 uh, years and a bit on our old microphones is probably a lot more than probably what the manufacturer thought we were probably going to use those for so well yeah
0: minus the uh, minus the uh, hiatus years right minus the purgatory years so we're so James is here actually testing out the new microphones with me and so far so good first lesson
1: was make sure
0: everything's plugged in right Mike Yeah, that's an old lesson, isn't it? (laughs) I mean, I did it again. I mean, back in the version one eras, era episodes, I always had a habit of forgetting to plug the board into the computer. And during the initial test, I I found out that it wasn't going into, the board wasn't going into the computer, but how could it go into the computer when the two aren't plugged into each other?
1: Various students. We, we
0: just keep in mind we did half an episode like that, <laughs> and 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 my old laptop, my old uh, iBook microphone, that was the only thing recording it. And ultimately, the thing ran so hot that the fan on the on the old iBook started going. And I think throughout much of that episode, you heard the fan. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious when I re-listened to it. All those years ago.
1: Hey man, you're coming to listen to us, right? You're getting a full professional experience, unlike uh, other podcasts that are on YouTube and other parts of the web now, right?
0: Yeah, well, this is a, this is a, still very a co- very much a cobbled together show, and it, it, it shows after all these years. Okay, where do you want to start today? Do you want to start back at Anime North since you didn't go to, what was, like, guess- from afar... What were your impressions of the convention? Just just from what you heard from us, from like the various discords and chats you you were privy I to. I talked to
1: some people that were in the vendor's room, too. So uh, I can say that very busy and stuff like that. Packed is what I heard. So it sounds like everyone was abiding by uh, the rules that Anime North had set down. And uh, Although people everyone- tried to
0: have some gotcha moments they there there videos and photos of people who like staff members who briefly did not have their masks on I guess briefly i don't know the whole context mm-hmm. but somebody tried to play a bit of play some gotcha moments and but that's kind
1: of kind of silly because as silly. you know sometimes it's like i think it sounds like everyone tried to do it within the realms and there was distancing as you said and the one thing though was the dealers room obviously it's busy and all that other stuff but one dealer that was dealing in video games and stuff like that, one of the guys that was helping him out, they were telling me uh, because the Congress Center and stuff like that, that part of it is like an older part of it and is more like, I guess, the factory part or whatever. So there's not really any air conditioning or anything in it. So they said it got hot. They said it got hot because we had another hot weekend that weekend.
0: Yeah. And then on top of that, it sounds like it'll be a record for Anime North. Yeah, although I people think, like to,
1: I think it was around thirty five thousand. That was with attendees and staff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they definitely people like to hit. They definitely hit the two thousand nineteen mark or more for attendees. They definitely hit it. And you're as very sure of that. Say, and as me, you, you can... said, it seems like interesting enough. More people, I guess, didn't want to do the rollover. They decide, okay, I'll just have my money back and then we'll see what happens when we get closer. And you know how usually people do it earlier, they get the discount. A lot of people, they probably didn't get the discount because it sounds like two weeks before it just went poof. Well, we you, you
0: then you, you did pay attention to what Chris said. Yeah, no, of so course. you did and, listen to and, the episode and Norm as well and stuff. Yeah, like and they sound, they when both of them did the show, admittedly, they sounded a little worn out. No, by, I, by I figured it was going to, because day, you probably had,
1: you so. probably had other people like myself where it's just bad luck and you have someone either that either got COVID or someone that was like had a close contact. I I never actually got anything or whatever. I just had a close contact, but they said, we would rather you not uh, join us if you had a close contact. And I wonder how many people abided by that. Hopefully most people did, but We'll see what happens and stuff like that after the fact. I haven't heard uh, because they had an email address where they said, do email us if you did uh, contact COVID or anything like that. So I guess they could do tracing and stuff like that if there was any worries.
0: Okay. You feeling okay?
1: Yeah, no, I... I Well, you're well enough to be here. I never got any symptoms. I tested negative the whole entire time. So as they say, much ado about nothing but... Unfortunately, as they say, you just don't know and stuff like that. And I don't want to tempt fate, especially given how many people were there and stuff like that. So, well, and they were probably more regimented, like they were more well, AX backtracked and went to the more regimented mall. But I think when it's that large, you have to kind of go that. Moden, i think there's another convention this weekend over uh in vancouver anime revo they're doing similar thing to anime north with making sure about the masks and things like that and they're i don't i'm not going to say they're the same range but they're still a very big convention metropolitan area and stuff like that and it's funny how we found out about that because i think they mass email not just the people in vancouver but also the people that went to the toronto convention
0: before iff here yeah. yes This is actually a very strange weekend because, as far as I can tell, three noteworthy anime conventions are going on this weekend. So, Anime Revolution in Vancouver.
1: Otakon, which we might talk a bit about. And then uh, that other convention that I guess everyone uh, loves to talk about in Houston, which supposedly High Dive and Sentai they had a choice of conventions. They decided, no, we're not going to go to the convention. And well, oh, I, I choose, we're going to go to Oticon. I, I, I choose Anime Revolution myself. <laughs> they, went, <so. laughs> they went just to Otakon. No, anyway. Yeah, obviously,
0: uh. they. Well, you're going against, arguably, the second biggest one in, in the U.S., mm-hmm. right? Yep, I mean, biggest on the East Coast, of course. Certain, yeah, easily the biggest on the East Coast. Because they and moved from Baltimore, and now they're in Washington. Well, Washington proper, but they—it's—it's it's that area, and everybody's there. I mean, a lot of see. Mitchy, um, Mitchy uh, Lee, who did the Donwa panel mm-hmm. at uh, Anime North, and who we've—you know—we've talked with on and on, We've talked with privately, and she's there. I know that, mm-hmm. and she's a—and she's a Vancouverite. Mm-hmm. She made the choice to go there and she was, she, she was brought on as a panelist, but you know, it, it's, it's just weird. One of those weekends, right? It, it, like I'd probably choose to do uh Oticon if like, it, it, like, as I said, it's one, arguably the second biggest.
1: The question is, do you want to go to Otakon and lose all your luggage if you have to go through Pearson airport? And go through the gauntlet.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure the Trash Taste Boys will have that story at some point.
1: Yeah, no, right. it's it, it was kind of funny when I was looking at that, and they talk about first U.S. tour and their promoters and stuff, and so they kind of were using that. And I said, "Well, there's one city on here that just doesn't feel right." And I said, "I'm I'm not sure. Do you have a U.S. passport, Mike? I know I don't. And supposedly Toronto is on there for October second.
0: Yeah, so unless we
1: became American citizens, I don't know."
0: Well, what's remember there's that discussion? What's the best passport to have? I think I think a Japanese passport is up there
1: yeah, I, it's I think like Canadian I'm sure that they're they're gonna like have everything protected if they're coming across our border to go through Pearson. that's for sure, but, oh. but it's funny. we talk about those little things and stuff like that, and i we had another one a few weeks ago, uh, Sega's doing the Sega Mini 2. And it's going to have like Sega CD games, all this other stuff. And so they had, um, it's going to come out end of October. They have the Japanese model and stuff like that. And then I guess a month ago they announced, oh, we're going to do a US model and stuff like that, but only through Amazon.com. But it's shipping from Amazon Japan, which is making it even more like hard to get and stuff like that. Supposedly they said, I guess with the shortage of parts and things like that. It's going to be limited. But the hilarious part on the US model that's coming from Amazon.com, from Japan, Amazon, Japan, Sega, and Sega is selling it through there, is that it says North America. So it should be able to be sold in North America. And as we know, North America encompasses Canada, US, Japan. Sorry, Canada, US, Mexico. Sorry for the last one. It's like if Japan became a part of North America, then hey, you never know. That'd be a weird world. Well, wouldn't? I
0: mean, it's 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 a bunch of islands. It could be floating. <laughs> no. oh, it'll probably but, happen a couple millennia, well, a couple million anyways, years so, from now,
1: sure. So Mexico, uh, Canada, US. But when you actually go to the .com listing for this uh, US version of the Mega Drive or Genesis Mini 2, yes, it says North America, but... When you go from Canada, it says it will not accept your address, and it's like it's only accepting U.S. addresses, supposedly. So I'm like, when did the U.S. become North America?
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure that I'm sure the U.S. Uh, thinks of it that way themselves.
1: Uh, but it, the, well, those it's, ones it's that sort of made like, me give a good chuckle. Well, when I saw it, those it's like little
0: the things. it's like the it's like right stuff in many respects too, and and maybe discotech how how the canadian market is treated. Like we we've had these constant discussions of, over the years about how canadian anime fandom has is treated in the whole realm. And of some of it world is world fandom, north american fandom too.
1: Yeah, and we talked about it with Crunchyroll and that. We were the first domino and stuff like that where they said, "You know what? We're not going to like you have to pay to actually get our content. We're not going to let you watch it for free with ads and stuff because our market is so small and that factors in too with shipping and all this other stuff. Like I know we had talked earlier in the month about, and it wasn't on the podcast, uh, right stuff and Canadian shipping. And they finally had to get rid of the free shipping, no more free shipping at two fifty because like the costs and inflation and the surcharges for shipping just became so much. So now we get to see the real uh, cost of shipping and stuff like that. And I think it'll be an eye opener for a lot of people. And it'll be interesting too. Will some people buy less as in some people may have been getting to that free shipping by adding certain things, or maybe things they may not have wanted to watch, or they got friends to get something that maybe they're not going to watch. Orders, you know what so I mean? Yeah. So it makes me wonder about that too, but the shipping, even though we're paying for it is still going to be the same as what was before. So it's going to be FedEx. It's going to come to our door. We're still going to pay the tax. So we don't have to worry about any excess charges and things like that other than the shipping cost. And it comes to our door actually a lot better than what we had before through Canada post and it's tracked. And I feel confident that it's going to get there. And if something does happen,
0: I can go through FedEx. Sometimes it's, well, there, there, there are two popular adages. One you've always heard of, it's you get what you pay for. Right, Mm -hmm. And then the other is one more recent and and one that I often use these days after watching it in uh, watching the many faces of Edo and it's one that I've started to think of a lot myself. There's nothing more scarier than free or nothing's more expensive than free. Something to that effect.
1: And I'm sure like the US and stuff like that some of them are going to have to start raising prices again for their free shipping and stuff like that. Because some of them I know for Rice stuff in a few of them, they were, I think at 75, but I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they hit a hundred dollars and stuff like that, because they can't keep absorbing. Someone's going to have to pay at the end of the day. And I don't think gas is getting any cheaper as they said. Not
0: right now. No, but, I, I, one, one feels, you know, what goes up must come down at some point, but I, we just don't know what, when. when
1: yeah, it's like, funny uh, well,
0: a little bit down. <laughs> not back to old levels.
1: No, nah, it's coming back up again, but we know uh, that's how life goes. But the funny what? thing we talk about free shipping at Right Stuff just ended is that this week uh, la- was the last week of um, their birthday sale. And supposedly, I think this week, they were allowing free Canadian shipping, but it was at $350. So that was interesting. But well,
0: I- do you think, yes or no, do you think, first of all, do you think any form of free shipping will ever return with Right Stuff? To Canada. I, I think it'll
1: just be like the one we just saw, which will be maybe they might do one in December, like it'll be through promotion, but it'll be a larger amount like that 350 amount if they can do it, but it'll only be for a week or a day or something like that. Interesting enough, I was thinking of it just now. Sentai, their Sentai store. So they do US Canada. Whenever they do their sales and stuff like that, they are doing their summer sale right now. It's $200 free shipping. So they're still kind of doing free shipping wherever they do their sales and stuff like that. And they've been hovering around 200 to get to. And so it'll be interesting to see people like holding back and maybe getting a few things from there. Because sometimes people like doing the special editions or some of the other things, it all depends. But the thing is, I have ordered from the Sentai store once. It was the last Christmas sale and stuff like that. It was 200 for free shipping. I'd uh, want a gift card or something like that. So that helped uh, pay for some of that too. But they're not through facts. They were through uh, Canada Post, I believe. But interesting enough, so $200, I was right at the mark. But when it came through Canada Post, they just delivered it to me. I didn't get hit for anything, for for taxes, for anything, which I was surprised because usually you would usually get hit by that from right stuff under the old method and stuff like that. So it's kind of like that. You're playing a game of chicken when you're going through Sentai and stuff like that, even though I probably would pay for it. Is when they do their sales, they are dropping them down low.
0: So it's worth it in that sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, As I said, I don't buy it as much anymore. So this is not like, well, remember, throughout the four years of the return of Mm -hmm. version two, like in many respects, I've been very much Rip Van Winkle, very much out of the uh, anime fandom. And just. uh, a little deeper than I was throughout most of those purgatory years, but certainly not to the level I was as a fan when we did the podcast originally in version one. Yeah. So it, it, some of this is still eye-opening to me, and in many ways, maybe I'm playing catch-up. And I always said, as throughout the pandemic series, I'll probably never catch up. Mm-hmm. Like this podcast will probably never catch up to all the other stuff going on all the popular anime podcasts but me as a person me as a fan will probably never catch up to the same level as fandom these days as most of us a lot of us in our fandom
1: as you know i'm not sure how people do it today anyway because think of how many series are just coming out and it's like bing bang, boom and stuff like that and they're just throwing out tons of content whether it's original whether it's from light novels whether it's from uh, manga it's like video games you name it, like it it would be impossible to keep up. But I know from what we were just talking about is that manga and stuff like that, you can probably hopefully go through Indigo, but the sales are getting few and far between. So even then you have to look at the U.S. And anime in that you have to look through the U.S., but it's like you got to pick and choose your battles of what you want to get. But the problem is not everyone of course has access to a credit card and maybe they don't have access to an actual physical location they can deliver to because some won't even deliver to PO boxes. So there's a lot of things to factor in. The funny thing though is we talk about the fact I'm now I would now have to pay for shipping and stuff like that. The cost is probably still lower than from when back at the beginning of the millennium when we were collecting we were collecting singles on DVDs like four or five episodes a pop. It feels like it was way higher. Like we're getting discount, even the tech stuff. It's incredible to think how much money we're paying. And that's even before they start doing discounts and stuff like that at 40% off on right stuff. Like they're giving a lot of content for a really good price and stuff like that. I think we never thought we were going to be here, but I guess there's different market factors, whether it's streamer or whatever that it comes down to. But it depends on the other thing of... Some fans may not feel that way, but if you really like it, you want to support, then just put your money where your mouth is, right? Yeah,
0: well, we've had these discussions And we before. always
1: did that way back when, too. Like, we picked, we picked and choose uh, what we uh, did I way back when. almost bought every and,
0: oh, everything I liked, almost. I, I mean, I have to pull back now.
1: But it's funny, too, because way back when, it's like we... Bought what we liked and things like that, but that was still better than VHS. I don't know how those people did way back then. It's like now probably the people now are looking back at us when we were doing DVDs and wondering what the heck we were doing.
0: No, they're just seeing deals in the in the Noma no Ichi, really. I mean I mean, we talked about like a lot of stuff that I would have bought at the beginning of the millennium. I, I admit uh, that was on the table during that Friday at Anime North, right? So mm-hmm. And I, I did say, uh, I think I back then, uh, during episode 68, Some parting with some of it was bittersweet, but it just felt like it had to be done. Mm-hmm. And I'm confident that most of the stuff that got sold are with people who really want to keep it and not stuff that I'll probably eventually see on eBay if I um, do a search right now.
1: No, that's how I think even me and my brother probably would have looked at it. Because me and Matt, I know if you look between our collections for video games, anime, manga, and what have you, probably the vault, as you'd like to call it, we probably have uh, some stuff that if we find the right people, we could make a decent amount of money on and stuff like that. But some of the stuff we're like, you know what, as long as it goes to a good home or whatever, that's good enough for us. Like we're not going to make money on our collections. I don't think even though if we found the right people, maybe we could, or maybe we've devalued certain items because they get re-released and stuff like that. And I don't really look at it that way because if I've enjoyed it and I still have access to it, then I feel good about it. But if I have nothing left for it, then it's like yourself. It's like maybe go to the Noma go somewhere else, just to let it find a new home and stuff like that. And I'm not going to sell it for pennies on the dollar, but I'm not going to go for the highest price and hope someone's going to come around to see it, right? Like I'm willing to make a deal and say, hey, if you want this, A decent price, you know what I mean? Usually it's a lot less than what some others would want.
0: Well, you want to see, like, I I, you want me to go through the list of the stuff that I remember selling at the at uh, sure, why not not you give us the list? Okay, and and remember, and as I go through some of this, just understand already right off the top, these guys probably got a good deal on them, but I won't tell the price anyway, right? Remember the replicant books. From mm-hmm. way back, those, yeah, mod- those, yeah. those the catalog of models and stuff mm-hmm. that just yeah, showed said. pictures. Yeah. And as I said, if you're into models, at least you can see what the history of it was like in the late '90s and early aughts. Mm-hmm. So I sold my books from there, and the thing was, I tried to sell them. I think it was five years ago when I first did the Nominoichi, and nobody made an offer for any of those books. But that, but they were the first things to go this time around. Uh, which is cool, and I'm ha- and I doubt the guy who who heard this, who bought him, is is listening to this. But he looked like a guy who, well, it was a good deal, first of all, but he just looked like a guy who want, who w- would appreciate models, and at least he he'd get a sense of you know, as I said, some of the history, some of the history that would have been in the nineties, what would have been popular in the nineties, right? So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Moon Phase, I sold the d- DVDs for those mm-hmm um i had my dvd copy copy well one of my dvd copies of i already i sold but the guy who bought it i told uh, told me he was actually looking for the manga
1: ah yes i've i have both the manga and the anime and stuff well, like I, that but i, I know an, why i have why another people, copy know of why, the anime too so i know why people want the manga though because it has the full the real deals we said the full series and stuff like that and I think I enjoyed the manga a little more than oh, the anime. Extent,
0: well, most of the time the manga is more, you know, that old phrase. The book mm-hmm. is better than the movie, right? Kamichu, which is out of print, I think. That's yep, why that, that is
1: out of print. And was it the one with the box and everything? Yeah. Like, did, Because yeah. I got the box and everything. Mm-hmm. And that one was a
0: fun little series, wasn't I it? Never, I never got no. around to watching. And it's just like came to the realization I probably never will.
1: Okay, because I watched Sub and Dub and both of them were great. Really both well. Both
0: languages, yeah. New generation did the
1: dub and stuff like that. It was one of their last ones, that it might have been.
0: Jeez, you're making me regret it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I still have it if you want to borrow
0: it. Borrow It's, it's, is it's, the it's, one it's in
1: knows. the it's in the vault there somewhere.
0: Okay. In your vault. In your version of yeah. the Yeah. Um, well I sold I sold the the Funimation copies of Kodocha, right? hmm So
1: are you gonna get the new Discotech uh, the two sets? The first set's
0: already out, so Yeah, I know. It's to be determined. To be determined. The manga, the, I, the manga, I, I still have. And it is actually a surprisingly decent read.
1: And that's, yeah, the Tokyo Pop ones. Yeah. I would Bi- be surprised Bi- if one day someone picks that up again. It's like we've seen a lot uh, come back, which we might talk about later. Yeah,
0: hopefully in a, in a bit. We're already almost halfway up. Uh, half no, we'll, we'll just
1: keep going till uh, I, I have more time
0: than you think, Mike. I'm okay. watching as well. Um, the Dead or Alive swimsuit books.
1: <laughs> Remember... So that one was for the plot, right? That's why. You yeah, plot? it was for the plot. Yeah. Um,
0: did it have some game tips too? Maybe. No, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be. Uh, uh, yeah, if you could read Japanese.
1: I'm just trying to think. Was that before they did uh, the extreme volleyball, or after, or during? You know what? I during. Mean, how they during. Did, I think it's the during extreme volleyball for you know, during. And that after. Um, yes. And so I'm wondering. You said if before, it was
0: before, before, during, and after. The word is probably yes. <laughs> <So> <laughs> just do all. Uh, <laughs> Um, if I see you in my dreams and you, and I think they mentioned the others mentioned, um, well, Kevin mentioned more specifically, I think John Cirabella was here.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that that was another surprise of the anime North is you weren't sure if a lot of the vendors from down South would come because of Pearson and trying to get your stuff basically to the convention across a border, you know what I mean? Like it would be even more of a hassle, I would think. I think, but John Cerebella was there. Supposedly Video Games New York from New York City as well was there. And so supposedly, I guess they must have been doing brisk business, but I guess they felt it was worth it enough to come up and stuff and do that because that still was a chance for them and other vendors down south, because you don't know if the crowd is going to be back, but it definitely came back. So they probably, I guess, even with all the hassles,
0: were happy. Maybe it was worth it to some degree. And I know John I've,
1: Sarabella, they're they're still uh, putting out stuff every month on uh, the Kitty Line and the regular line of some older titles on
0: Blu-ray. So yeah, so if I see you in my dreams, that's that's a thing. I sold that, and I, I mentioned you know I liked I like the OAV, the TV series name, eh? and um, High School Girls. This, this is everything that I remember selling. I, there's, High school girls just came out on, on Blu-ray as well. So yeah, but I sold both the DVDs and the Blu-ray. So I mean, you, both the I can't DVDs. Remember. Did you get? No, the no, I never manga? got the Blu-ray. I, what I meant to say was, what I meant to say. Excuse me for a second here. What I meant to say was, I sold the manga as well. But I sold going to
1: did you sell, did you have the manga? And so you sold the manga and the, but strangely separately. separate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Separately because I tried. And that to, one
1: was a complete one because I know that was Dr. Master who did the manga.
0: Mm-hmm. It was, it, that one was, I, I, t- I keep telling you that was a strange story. Cause I tried to sell them to one guy as a, comp- I called it the all media set. Right. No, he just wanted the DVDs and I sold. And ultimately I, uh, I, um, He was able to haggle me down, and then somebody else just picked up the manga. Not that way of working up, right? Yeah, so it worked out okay. As I said, if if any of you are listening who bought stuff for me that day, I hope you enjoy. I hope you're enjoying it, and thank you. Okay, I I wish we could go and say, okay, do you have any further impressions of Anime North? I I was
1: I was gonna say like a few other things because we still got a few more on some of the convention stuff, but. Anime North, and then I saw it at other conventions um, as well. Like, for example, AX, because I saw a few of their panels, is we're seeing a lot more VTubers come onto the scene and stuff like that. And it was very interesting. I know V, v Shoujo, like you have Live and all that, but definitely V Shoujo had a lot of presence at AX and some other things. And the AX one, was interesting is, It was like a screen, but it's a vertical screen. And that's where they had the um, VTuber on when they were doing their meet and greets and when they were doing their panels. And it was big enough that I guess they had the actual height correctly propositioned on there and stuff like that. And it was interesting that back and forth that they could still have now for signatures and stuff. I guess they could do digital signatures or they had like a merch table before they got to greet them that maybe they could give them something, but it's a different experience for sure. And it's interesting to see how that evolves. And it made me think, as I told you, Matt Alt, it was making me think of that evolution of pure invention from Japan and coming over worldwide and stuff like that. And it definitely has just went up into the sky for VTubers in this new way of, I guess, interaction with virtual avatars and stuff like that from Miku and all these others to these more intimate ones uh, through YouTube and other social media platforms.
0: It's weird. It's, first of all, when you describe the, like, just the appearance concept, I I sort of think about, and you just brought up Miku. Remember the original way that that they projected her images and during her And that's the concerts. thing, too. Like,
1: yeah, like, that. Miku and the Squid Sisters, when they did the Splatoon concerts and some of those things, those are 3D uh, images and things like, like that. And they're put on, but like, a the one translucent screen of some for sort. For all right? these ones, for the VTubers, all of them, I guess, they send the equipment that to each car or whatever and then have them uh, integrate into it. But... It's all 2D, just like if you were seeing them on your computer screen when you watch them on YouTube or whatever uh, platform you're on, which is interesting, right? So it's hard to say. I don't want to say it's a step back, right? Because everyone interacts differently.
0: It's, I don't know if we want to say, I'll stop short of saying step back too. It's just like from from just maybe this is our age is showing. Mm-hmm. You know, but it I've looked never like hidden. a lot of people
1: were coming to see them and I'm sure they probably still got some decent uh, amount of people yeah, at it, Anime North and other things, thing, even was, though there might have been some people that said, oh, why are you announcing these people and stuff like yeah, that? yeah. I, I think they announced them all in tandem, especially for Anime North. Is a lot of them are with different agencies, again, like V Shoujo and HoloLive and stuff like that. And it comes all at once kind, kind of deal when you sign those deals. Mm hmm.
0: I, I mean, I was just thinking to myself, as as all and those it's very deals, global, very yeah. global. When it, you see it, it's it, it, like all across the world, which is crazy. In many respects, this is just once again. This is my age showing. I've never hidden the fact that you know we've been at this for like on and off for sixteen years. So obviously, we're sixteen years older as fans over time. And like when the announcements were coming, people were saying, people were. On the Facebook groups, people were kind of mocking the whole idea of, of you know, VTubers and virtual idols. Like, I, I, VTubers is the term now. I like using the term virtual idols because in many respects, we're at least on that track, if not there. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I could probably be taken to task for thinking of it that way. It's just that this is how I'm rationalizing it in my head, mm-hmm. right? And, but the thing is, I know this is a thing. This is not a thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I respect it.
1: And that's what I've always respected too, it, you know? right? I mean, it may not be for us, but if it brings some people in and maybe they'll see something we may like, and maybe we see one of the VTRs we may like, and it kind of cross-pollinates and we discover something new, right? And that's the great thing of fandom, I think. Yeah. And I think that it, it's... Technically, it's not really that long ago, but remember, I told you about YouTubers and things like that, that we didn't really used to see them, remember, as oh. guests. And they kind of went to those, sm- like, more gaming events, small events, like, for example, up here in Canada, in Ontario, Combravo, which wasn't in Hamilton at that point, but they were getting uh, YouTubers. And now we're seeing them at all the and, and the stuff YouTube- like that. And, and they're the, the thing. But YouTubers are you know
0: what now I mean? even more mainstream than they ever were, yeah. at least in the fandom, right? Maybe yeah. this is, as I said, this is just probably the way things just evolve, and, and you're
1: talking about the Trash Days boys too, talking about how it's growing so much, and they're like, "Wow, it's like Anituber is the community is so big and stuff like that." And
0: some of Judy that pie, maybe is
1: the newer fans and things like that. Yeah, like, it's just in the like,
0: last oh, 10 years, ten even, years, ten or eight let's say years. ten years, because I left the I left the scene before these really started to take off. Mm-hmm. Like we we were gone for all those years, and. As I said, uh, f- when we wake up again and start watching, in many respects, I'm saying what's happened over these years. Mm-hmm. It's it it boggles me. And here we are, just doing a two bit podcast, right? But hey, this is the hill we'll die on, I guess.
1: Yeah, everyone makes uh, their chances and stuff like that. But for us, we were more doing it for the fun and stuff between all of us, and I think that's what really counted. And some people that went more the professional route, some of them, yeah, they started out for fun, stuff like that. But at some point they turned to gear and they went and made it more than just that. And that's hard to do too, because as they said, you can suffer burnout because you're looking at all these numbers, all these analytics and stuff like that you have to deal with. And that's why C11 is we had talked about before is just so important because it just adds so much to those people, especially in Canada.
0: Yeah. Well, in some ways maybe you could become a slave to your content or to making content
1: the funny thing is like update quick update on c11 yes it did pass and so now it's going to go before uh, the the senate Senate. and hopefully the senate they've been because they trudeau made them more independent it's actually in our benefit because they've actually pushed back and sent back some legislation here and there to rewrite so there is a chance hopefully they'll take a good look at it, and maybe send it back and make some changes. And people have written and done whatever they can. So hopefully some good comes of it, but we'll see how the dice fall, as they say.
0: Well, I mean, the the purpose of the Senate was, there was always a phrase that I learned in, in school, which was sober second look.
1: Sober second thought. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was stamp, 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 stamp. And now that they got a lot more freedom, they actually are giving a little more thought, which is good, especially the independent ones. Because they actually signed something saying, we will be independent, right? Mm -hmm. And that actually means something, which is good to see. You hope. Even if they are unelected and stuff like that.
0: You hope. But, uh, you know, time will tell. And you know how a lot of people like to feel about those things, right?
1: Yeah. Actually, it was funny. So I mentioned, uh, just to finish off on the VTuber thought is, I'd mentioned pure invention and you had told me that i guess it'll be done by the time people listen to this but uh, it's on ebook now
0: right now it's well it's been long on ebook yes but um matt alt himself mentioned it on his facebook and i guess it's on his uh, twitter feed as well so maybe we'll try and put that up (laughs) which will probably be too late anyway but and, uh, and then for reference i have we have never put up uh I think in like six months we haven't put up links, uh, show links, but have been that. It's been like that. But Matt Holt mentioned that his book is like the ebook version of his recent book um, is has been on sale for much of July, and he only knew about it a few days ago. He said because it's the publisher, right? So. Yeah, it's the publisher who did it. Uh, the, so his uh, so pure invention has been available in ebook form for $3 for much of this month, for much of July. And I think it's, he, say, he says it's set for it to go until the end of the month, which, well, we are taping this on Sunday afternoon, July 31st, so it's the last day of July. So I don't think there's much time left. I bought a copy. I, I, I actually bought an, uh, another, uh, basically my own second copy now. So if I want to pull it up on my Kindle, there it is. Mm-hmm. I actually, when I got to work last night, um, I ran into Lawrence. Mm-hmm. You remember Lawrence? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah Fr- did, he did?
1: helped Joan on, on the Friday night, which he pulled through, as they say. So.
0: Yeah, and you know he's a, and Lawrence just like us. We 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 talked extensively about you know about being being collectors as well. Uh, Lawrence just told me thanks for mentioning that because I found out Kobo was selling it also for. For the same price so yeah, i bought a match Kobo. Yeah, yeah which makes sense well no i think it's the publisher they weren't matching it's not necessarily kindle versus but you know Kobo I mean. in this they, they want
1: to match and stuff yeah. like that but, on but, the publisher side yeah. yeah
0: so the publisher had it there for three bucks as well canadian and he said he bought it mm-hmm. on based on on my own recommendation as we
1: joke it's a cup of coffee and it's totally worth it so
0: oh yeah it's a great it's a great read i've i've constantly recommended the book if if you have the chance to get it i'd still get it full full, full price too but it's a great read, and you can, as I said, if you're into learning how our how our fandom kind of evolved, like this is the book. This is a book to at least get you started on learning that. Yeah. I w- I'm not going to say it's the Bible. I don't think he'll ever say it's the Bible. But with all these things, it it it's supposed to get you curious.
1: I know. I think it's more of a first blush, and I'll at- make you ask those questions and then look a little further. It'll spark the curiosity, as we like to say.
0: Yeah, and that's 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 a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. So if you want to uh, try to understand how we got to this point, how fandom got to this point outside of Japan. And inside Japan too, in many respects. hmm That's a great read. And the thing is it's it's a story that's constantly evolving as well. Pretty sure I'm pretty sure you can make there I'm pretty sure there's now enough material for a second for a sequel now. Mm-hmm. Or at least another chapter, which which he sort of did with uh, when he wrote that article for about Demon Slayer last year too. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh yeah, and uh, Matt Alt, Patrick Messias, mm-hmm. they now have a podcast.
1: No, I knew they yeah. were good friends and stuff like that. They, so that you, would make did sense, you know yeah. about the podcast? Or is this uh, the first year? Is this first, the first time hearing? Tokyo Scope.
0: Yeah, it's called Tokyo Scope.
1: Oh, but I think did they have a website, Tokyo Scope, and it's that's just a, a podcast. Ins- Okay. Makes sense because I remember looking at Topio, Tokyo Scope every so often. So I have to look at the podcast version that, and it was Patrick, I think, that started that. I want to see. Yeah. And he's
0: the guy who really uh, advertises it when it's there. Mm-hmm. So, I'll have to
1: remember to take a uh, look because they're, that mean, they're, I, really I good, hope, they're really good minds well, yeah, to. Yeah. No, they're about really good minds
0: here. on these type of things. And uh, hopefully we can, get, hopefully Matt can still do this, uh, can still um, guest here. I think he will at some point. It's yeah. just we haven't had time to be able to. Get it to work. Yeah, but, just
1: to find a topic, as we said. It's like, that's why I was thinking that one topic with the rise of YouTubers and stuff like that, because it's just another link on the chain, as they say. Yeah. But. Uh, okay, so. But I think we can still go. There's a few more things on the conventions. As okay, you know, let's go there. Make...
0: Like I said, three we, there are three conventions this weekend. And Oticon is the most noteworthy. Mm-hmm. And even Vancouverites are going there. Like, Okay. Well, I'll compl- I'll, let me, uh, I'll, I'll flesh out this thought at the very end, but let's see, what's caught your, like, preliminary, and I know when Kevin, Mo, and Amy return to the mics as well, return to the I table. I was going to we'll...
1: look at it more in, uh, since it's been so long, right? I'm going to look at AX and Oticon, and stuff like that, and some of the other conventions. What but I'll your... start off um, with manga. There were a lot of manga announcements and anime announcements. Let's not make uh, anything about that. But for me and you, Mike, as I told you, there were two manga announcements. I'll mention here, then I'll get to the anime stuff. But AX Seven Seas announced st- omnibus editions of Marmalade Boy, so that's coming back into print, and I think that would be something we would enjoy. Even though I'm sure we you still have the Tokyo Pop versions, right?
0: They're sitting not in the not in the main vault, mm-hmm. but if i this, this is, which means it's in a secondary vault, probably at my parents' place.
1: And then there's another one that was announced uh, at Otakon just yesterday on the Saturday. So Dempa, I feel bad for uh, Ed Chavez and Jacob there because they are trying their best to get, like they're still small and lean, even though they had the factory side, but they are doing a few uh, manga month and because of supply chain and all that stuff, it's taking them longer to get things out. So some things they announced last year might not come till next year. For example, like uh, March comes in like the lion. And then uh, Under Ninja is not going to come till this September. So they're pushing things back. So they still had a couple announcements this week. And of course, it's going to be late to 2023 now. Late 2023. So what I will say is, I will mention the one that uh, everyone can uh, think about, which is Yes, they saved Mondays. And if you know what I mean by that, you know what they licensed. And then the one that I mentioned to you that was another one that was rescued that me and you have read before is um, Short Game anthology short, from uh, short, Adachi. Short, pro, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, short Program where by Mitri uh, Adachi. Is, is correct.
1: Adachi. Yes. Yeah. And then so he yeah, remember he was popular for mix and touch. And yeah. Stuff like that, and we that had been released before uh, Short Game in two short volumes. Program,
0: short program, just a they call it Short Game now.
1: Yeah, they were saying Short Game, even though we said Short Program.
0: Well, because they re- that was the name it was uh, when Viz released it all those years ago, and this was this was the pre this was the pre unflopped era. Yeah, and like so the it's big, weird the big because book. they're
1: saying Short Game in the one for their thing, but then they mentioned Short Program later. But it's the same thing. I know for sure that we got from Viz at the beginning of the millennium and it was two volumes, you know what I mean? And that would be a nice rescue I'm sure for people to find. And especially since I think it's just going to be one volume. I think that's how oh, they just it.
0: so they'll they'll put it all I'm, together in a quasi-omni.
1: Yeah, that's what my gut is telling me, which would be a nice uh, pickup for anyone if they're interested. Especially uh, like it's, as we said, different types of stories, some sports, some slice of life. Things like that. So he touches different things than what he normally does.
0: No, it was great. Like, see... When I first got into Asian comics all those years ago, and and now I'm not... And notice I'm saying Asian comics, not manga, Mm -hmm. not Japanese stuff. When in the... In the 90s, I think it was. In the early 90s, I uh, discovered... At Planet Hobby here in, uh, what used to be, what used to be Planet Hobby at, or at the time it was called something else. It was called Gray Region, but it, it, it became Planet Hobby and then recently Planet Hobby closed mm-hmm. in Mississauga, right? This is one of the big comic book stores here in Mississauga that dealt in this type of stuff briefly. Mm-hmm. There's another story altogether. You, Kevin, I know will can uh, speak to that at a future point. But back in the '90s, whenever I was done, when I, when I was when I was going home from school, I'd, I'd pass by Square One and pass by the com, that comic book store, and I, that was my first run-ins with any form of Asian comics. In this case, they were Hong Kong comics, right? And there was a pub, a publisher that's long gone called Jademan, and they published Man Called Hero under the name Blood Sword and a few others. Drunken Master, but I forgot what its Chinese name was. Um, Buddha Fist, etc. So they were Kung Fu comics. But also, within all of that, they released a couple of anthology series. Jademan Collection, they called it, mm-hmm. which were a compilation of short stories. And I think they even had a horror, like a horror um, anthology mm-hmm. that did short stories. This is something, my point is, when I read short program it reminded me of those anthologies because what I what I don't see often here at least in translated form in English translation form is anthology novels I think the close or anthology series so short program obviously was one of them the closest that I've, I've come since that I can think of off the top of my head is boys B
1: now I can tell you they've they obviously did them in Japan, but not as much got translated. I know a lot of the anthologies I've seen started to get translated. A lot of Yuri uh, translations of anthologies have come out over the past five or eight years and stuff like that from Seven Seas and stuff like that. So there's different ones that have kind of come out, but yeah, not as much, especially back then. That was like once in a blue moon seeing those type of things, as you said.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it was it was um.
1: And then I think some of the jump careers we've seen a few of their anthologies over the last uh, five years and stuff like that. Like, Rumiko stuff.
0: Takahashi had a few too, right? You know, on the topic of Rumiko Takahashi, mm-hmm. like she like there was some sort of those type of things. Would if if you had a if you had a BL anthology, I wonder how well that would sell. Probably pretty good.
1: There probably have been a few out there, I'm guessing. I wouldn't because doubt that, it. it's easier I wouldn't doubt to do it, it just, as a, a one-shot, you know what I mean? And this is
0: not, once again, it's just not me keeping up, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I'm not into it either, but, but you know, mm-hmm. it's just I don't, I just don't uh, keep up like that. So there's um, there's some food for thought and maybe just other possibilities to come. But, but yeah, are, short short, short program.
1: But Short Program and uh, Marmalade Boy, it's good to see some classics. on the top, Or some of older rescues, right? older titles like coming back into print from different publishers and f- hopefully finding a new audience because we enjoyed them and stuff like that. And hopefully uh, they'll have uh, an impression on someone else as well. But there were many other things, but those two between us, that's what I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. on that side.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there will be other titles. It's just, as I said, I just don't get the chance to read.
1: And then so uh, I guess going? we should look at the anime side. So as we know, since simulcast, a lot of them are just, hey, we're bringing out these new simulcasts and things like that. Or we're uh, going to bring these out in the future. So a lot of things for the future for streaming, Chainsaw Man and all these other things. But I'm not going to talk about that stuff. I'm going to talk about uh, Disco which happened at Oticon uh, yesterday on the Saturday night. And then the other surprise is high dive sentai and so they were announcing some of their doves but yesterday they snuck one in and that was uh imaru uh Himato-chan r and that's the sequel to uh, the first season and so that was one uh, sentai had on high dive for the last five years it was one of the ones that was on anime strike and that was amazon's defunct uh, streaming uh, channel for anime and so we don't know why but they've never released it physical for sentai but now that they've announced this dub for it finally five years after the fact it's like oh maybe it's gonna have a physical and it's so weird that they've waited this long because the first season many moons ago had the physical but also had a special edition so it must have done decently for them so it's interesting after all these years they're gonna finally get to it but hopefully that does well and thinking of things long gone because we're talking about on streaming and stuff like that. Crunchyroll uh, put up this week. Higa Hero finally got a dubbed episode in English. And that one was from a few seasons ago. So hopefully, I guess they're going to look back at some of their catalog. Maybe they'll do something like uh, Laidback Camp or something like that, or look at some other things that they think they may want to dub because Crunchyroll and Funimation are uh, together now. That'll be interesting to see how that goes. I know we had talked We've about won't that. We've long talked before.
0: about some of the politics of the dubs.
1: And some of them too, I've noticed, and I'll bring it up with something I was watching later, but not just English doves, but other doves for other languages. Sometimes they're coming out before the English and stuff like that. So it's really a global community and stuff like that now. So the last thing is uh, discotech. So they had their big panel yesterday. S- few thoughts on that. City Hunter uh, specials and stuff like that. Going to be out Q1 2023. But the thing is... They're very nice. They're not going to make us buy it one at a time like ADV did.
0: They're going to do it. They're going to do <laughs> well, it. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, be- that's the beginning of the millennium. Well,
1: you know what's funny, though, is that like I didn't give Sunrise or ADV any money. I actually bought it from the Comic Den boys uh, when they were doing uh, their fire sale oh, at the at Old Star. Uh, at, so, so, <laughs> at the very end. So uh, Terry and Anthony gave them, so I kind of bought the the uh, new uh, series and stuff like that on Blu-ray, and it was still worth it. But this one, um, it's going to be one uh, Blu-ray set for all the specials of City Hunter, and it'll obviously have the ADV dub. But they said, I guess the reason is the TV shows in that, they had an HD release in Japan, stuff like that, but these specials have not. So they're doing an HD remaster themselves and stuff like that. So I guess that's some of how they got uh, the okay to do an yeah, actual collection. You know what I mean? And probably
0: some. probably on the promise that they give it back to them too. Yeah, so and that they've they, done that. So that, they can, so that the Japanese licensors can, whoever they, I forgot their names.
1: Yeah, that one's Sunrise. They've done it for TMS because they've really enjoyed the stuff they did on loop. Yeah, and, and ba-
0: basically, like they, and then they can resell it there. Yeah, it's funny. Like but that's that one, business. Yeah, and I know they—they
1: they know they have uh, the people there. They know Justin Savakis and all these other guys. They're doing quality work. And the funny enough about Lupin, obviously continuing the train, they got the last um, Lupin piece of Funimation history uh, license. So Nostradamus is going to come out either end of the year or Q1 next year. They have columbus file supposedly coming in october so all of that so now it's probably going to be either stuff they've released on dvd or new stuff which will be interesting to see but it's interesting to see how that has grown over the last 10 years considering it felt dead in the water when jenny on and all the others the only one that people wanted to see was kegley ostro because of the grumpy uh curmudgeon
0: as they say yes the grumpy old man actually
1: I hate to tell you, the grumpy old man, they uh, found another one to release uh, from him, uh, Sherlock Hound. They're going to release the Blu-ray for that later in the year. And funny enough, never got the Jenny on release, never got the DVD from them. But I think I'm going to give it a go on the Blu-ray because it sounds like the Japanese one, that side had a release in Japan, so they have that. But then they had to do a little work on the English side because supposedly the English side is a little different, it's a little longer and stuff. So whenever they released it, there was like separate video tracks and files for the English and the Japanese, which is so interesting and weird compared to everything else. But that one, and Miyazaki, remember, Heyo Miyazaki was involved in that. And so that would be interesting to finally get to and stuff like that physically, because I have watched it streaming, it was a fun little show.
0: Hmm. Okay. There
1: was uh, some other things, I guess, the big one is we know um we talked about takahashi and stuff like that yurtse yatsura was their final announcement they got the series so i guess whoa we, so i guess and they're going to do it in four sets in 2023 so it's going to be now yeah. this one this is the, the a revelation to me yeah, so for i a lot was of not feel. keeping up yeah so they're going to finish up uh the movies this year so they five Forever Lum was going to be September, and they said the last one is going to be, or maybe that was the final movie. I forget the naming. But anyway, the fifth movie is September, and then the next movie hopefully will be end of the year, they said. And then after that, in 2023, they didn't give a time frame, just 2023, they're going to start releasing four sets of the TV series. They're working with Robert Woodhead, to get the subtitles and all this other stuff because there were some special subtitles, especially for Lum's mom and stuff like that. So that's going to be the same. And it's going to be interesting. I never got the series. My brother did get the series. He was more uh, passionate than me, but I might give it a, a look since four sets is a lot easier than I forget how many volumes it was. It was a lot of volumes, a lot of volumes for volumes. DVD yes. and
0: VHS. I, I just remember it being a lot. I could never get into the series myself but, but
1: I think some of it is as they said they did well on the movies but the other big thing is they're going back to the well for a lot of things we've seen that with Trigun, and obviously before that Yurtse Yatsura is coming back and it's going to be on Noitamina in October on Crunchyroll and it's going to be two seasons so it's going to be October to March and then they're going to come back with another two seasons and stuff like that they said for Yurtse Yatsura. To, um, I don't want to say indoctrinate, but uh, to uh, reintroduce reintroduce to a new generation. Well, that 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 was the phrase we used. And maybe it's going to be less filler. You never know. Like, we've seen a lot (laughs) of that. (laughs) Well, it's weird because a lot of the Shonen Jump and a lot of these other ones, they're taking breaks in between their seasons and different things like that. It's not like Naruto and some of those other ones that they did for years and years where it's like, we just got to keep on putting something out each week, regardless of where we are and stuff like that. Even if we've gotten ahead and stuff like that, it's like everyone's going at their own pace, which probably feels better and stuff like that, depending on who you ask.
0: Hmm. Do you want to answer the yes or no that I posed uh, at the... Because I, that one came to mind as, I, as we were doing the episode. So why don't you answer this one? Yes or no? Rumiko Takahashi is anime and manga's version of the Rolling Stones. I would say
1: so. So I, I guess it'll be interesting too, because we know that a lot of the manga has come back from Viz. So obviously but the Caraboner works in yeah. that, and we've seen that with oh. Yuritse Yatsura, but the other one is the one dear to your heart. Maison Ikuku and yeah, so like Yeah, they retranslated that, it again. Would it uh, come back? That would be an interesting. Oh, well, the one. anime, yes. The and anime is I'm now talking, the real that's question. That's what I'm talking about, is that the old anime that we had from Viz, I feel like it's probably discontinued and not with them anymore. So maybe Discotek or someone can bring it back. And then it would be interesting. Would someone want to look at that as a new type of TV show? But probably not, because it really, as you said, it went... From ship to stern, it covered all the notes almost of the manga in its own way, right?
0: Yeah, so like, uh, what do you mean by is like completely re- like, remaking the anime or something? Is that what you're yeah, referring Yeah, that's to? what I was saying. Yeah, you're saying and stuff yeah, like that. Because Yasura, I mean? they're doing that, right? And, they've and they've because done, they never and they've really
1: went back completed to Inuyasha, too. You know what I mean?
0: Well, so yeah, with Yashahime, in many respects. And, and Inuyasha, for that matter, right?
1: But I guess in a way, yes, it, Yuritse Yasura was and more bleached.
0: of a well, cultural well,
1: touchstone in Japan, so that's some of why it came back. Trigun, probably, outside um, of Japan, more of a cultural touchstone, so that's why it came back. But it'd still be fun to see some of these other series, as you said, to just talk or think about, just like we always do.
0: Okay, the old series, the original Koku series. Remember, they uh, 10 years ago, they tried to kind of reintroduce it, or... 15 years ago more like it because remember they did a live action adaptation with um i forgot her name now but she was the star of uh of the tv version of adencha otoko taiki na, taiki nakabayashi mm-hmm. who i know i butchered because we talked about his um late wife but remember this was um, nakabayashi's uh, breakout role when he played godai in the live action version of meison koku the tv version Remember, that, and that was the second live action adaptation because they did a movie of that in the 80s as well. But this one was probably more true to form, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, like I think they, they, the reintroduced to a new generation attempt has already been made mm-hmm. in many respects with Maison and Koku. Because as I said, it came off the heels of Densha Otoko, which, had been, which was a thing back then. Yeah, and it and would it work it as start. a
1: live action and stuff like that, as we know. So it would definitely. work
0: as a live action, so it might be. So I don't know. I would say, would a revisit happen? I'm not sure. But I, I but the problem is I can't definitively say it won't. I can't say in my mind it definitively won't because everything gets, everything is fodder. Everything is foundation for something later on. Sherlock Mm -hmm. Holmes has been redone and has been used as a source for Sherlock or Elementary or Mm -hmm. Miss Sherlock, right? So there's no reason to think maybe for something like other titles.
1: Yeah, as you said, they can put it in a new
0: cloth and stuff like
1: that and do it and maybe it might not be in an animated form. It could be a live action form and stuff like that since... That has come up as well with the way uh, streaming services have been looking towards Asia and other areas, right? Other mm-hmm. regions of the world to see what contact they have.
0: Yeah. So there's a there's my thought. I, I okay. Let, let go through the list. Let's let's continue because we're now an hour in. Let's go through the list because it's now fourth. It, it's. Well, I, I like was it.
1: gonna say that that, that, that that was most of my thoughts okay. on the discotech list, but they did have other things they're gonna continue uh, Echo and stuff like that. So, the third Echo movie is gonna come at the end of the year and stuff like that. They had some other things in regards to Toku, which is oh, that type of live action uh, Japanese uh, shows and that that were in the late 70s, remember, and stuff like that. So, they're doing a line on that. I know that they've talked about things that are still coming down the pipe. So Digimon is coming. Uh, Shaman King is coming and stuff like that. They're both getting the Astro treatment. I know Rage Amy's going to be
0: happy about it. Uh...
1: Yeah, they're getting the Astro Rage treatment. So I know for her, that's definitely going to be, uh, it's going to look better than she's probably ever seen it before. Whatever way <laughs> she watched it. <laughs> But they they had a lot of things that just put a smile on different people's faces. And even if you didn't like one thing, there's always another thing here or there and the prices are always right and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. as I talked about before. And we'll just uh, keep an eye on, see what uh, comes down the track from them. And they had other things where it's just, hey, things are coming along like Cat's Eye, the second season is gonna come out later this year too. They had already had the first season, so that'll finish that up and that ties in nicely with City Hunter too.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So I think I was going to say, I know Kevin really wanted to talk about this one thing, and I figured we wanted something maybe more topical, right? Like, well, that's we, how I we recently. don't
0: have to go extensively into it. Which one, which one are you about to bring up? Manga I'm going to
1: bring up uh, Square Enix, uh, Manga Up, their new uh, app for doing manga worldwide. I guess they were trying to capture what uh, Viz, uh, Shueisha, and shugaku Khan it was going jump. with Shonen Jump and their other manga app, which is also worldwide. But uh, people noticed uh, a few problems with it and stuff like that. And just to let you know, my um, Kevin, I want to say that Square Enix is doing this all for the benefit of us all. It's like we may have all sinned and went to hell uh, getting into manga and anime, but they're trying to save all those people who haven't went down that dark path yet. They're making sure all those bars are put over everything. It doesn't matter what, it, it's kneecaps, it's the letter Y, it's over cleavage, it doesn't matter what the bot thinks, it's gonna put it over your face probably at some point. But the, it. let's just say you can understand where they went on the first part wrong. They actually had to do a Twitter thing saying that the reason they had all this censorship, so they actually had the censorship on manga, some of it has released in English physically and been on other platforms, uncensored, no problem. And they said, well, it's because of community standards and other places in the world. And I think one mention was Indonesia because it's supposedly a quote unquote global app. They're not like siphoning and saying, so regions. we just want you to do certain censoring, right? It's like, it's doing the whole app, the whole world. And so we get the full censorship. And so I saw some of the stuff like dress up my darling and they're like censoring the weirdest things like cleavage we've seen censored, which isn't even the biggest cleavage you've seen in the world. We've seen like censoring the pelvis area while wearing jeans of a cosplay in, uh dress up my darling, which is ridiculous. And another manga's I said, the bot must have been the most Puritan of all because not only were they doing cleavage and kneecaps and all this other stuff, literally the letter Y, like in the, in the bubbles in that, the letter Y was being censored. And I think maybe it, they thought it was cleavage. That's the only thing because it was the top
0: but it was of a, the letter Y. Like, this is like what a bot you said? It has
1: to be a bot. There's no way it isn't a bot they created a censor. And so I think it's AI algorithm driven that they did. And it's just the most Puritan I've ever seen. So yes, it's worldwide. And um, I guess, and I think we know which areas of the world probably would want certain things uh, toned down, as they say. But wow, it's like they went beyond the pale and stuff like that. Who knows whether Square Enix... We'll look at the manga app, app. Like they just gave a milk toast response and saying, "Oh, it's just because of certain regions," and we'll try to listen to the fans, whatever that means. You can take your well, you
0: met yeah, take that with a grain of salt. And well, you mentioned Indonesia, mm-hmm. right? Isn't Indonesia a rather large market mm-hmm. when it comes to like Japanese IP and pop culture? Mm-hmm. It's 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 a big market. It it, it it's. It, uh, it it's one of those it matters i'm not gonna, i'm not going to say try and compare it with something like canada much less the us but it's a it's a market that matters mm-hmm. to producers and it's a, it's a close market for for japan and so, remember
1: there are many it's multi uh, religious and stuff like that yes I mean. well What's you mean? just
0: reminded me it is sunday today so <laughs> and some of it is that's why
1: i mentioned that our souls they're trying to save the souls of all those people who have uh, not on that
0: note, um, I asked whether or not the protesters would be at uh, on the uh, there on the Sunday at Anime North. I didn't. I don't know definitively. Any word as to whether or not that happened?
1: I have no idea. So I don't. I don't think so. But it's it's funny. There's other examples. So remember, Filmel Alchemist is a Square Enix property, and that's on the app. And supposedly, it gave a content warning informing readers that the series includes murder, self mutilation, religious themes and discrimination Well, blood battle scenes and smoking don't get the anime shadow effect treatment on the the series. And so some of it was okay on that. It's dress up my darling and some of the more risky, uh, I don't want to call risque, but more love rom-com type things seem to be the ones, the sexier things seem to be the ones they went after, which is interesting, but does fly with the theory of uh, certain areas where that would be, probably more they might want harsher uh, restrictions on right like certain muslim countries and maybe even china or other places right you know what i mean mm-hmm. but there is another part to this
0: okay here we talk about
1: okay. uh, the uh moral part of it them saving the children but then we come to how exactly do you pay to get in through this app. So it's not monthly like uh, the Shonen Jump app or some of the others, or they do like a free chapter for the first uh, recent chapters and then go behind the paywall, right? Supposedly it's like microtransaction-like and the chapters are actually even split up into parts, like two parts instead of you getting one chapter and you get, um, it says, he's, he's it says you up, get, folks. um daily reading limit of 100 chapters whatever that means and then as you go through you get points and to basically go towards microtransactions or you pay basically to i guess get these coins or xp to actually access some of the chapters that
0: are censored by the way
1: so it it just it boggles uh, the it, mind it,
0: it it sounds like um it sounds like certain like pad like apps
1: But it blew up over Twitter and all over the place around the world this week for all the wrong reasons. This has become a PR Uh, thing. I think Square Enix, like, it probably was from the Japan side. Probably them. Because I feel like the Shonen Jump and some of the other things, it was kind of maybe a bit of a partnership between Japan and Viz and maybe some other partners. But this one, it feels like it was more Japan-centric and say, oh, we should just get this out there and stuff. And maybe they could have consulted with some other parts like... Remember, Square Enix now publishes stuff in North America in English and stuff like that. They don't have much out at the moment, but they still could maybe talk to some of those people and said, do you think this is a, a good idea? It's like probably not. They would have said, okay, we can do a global app. But if we want to do restrictions for certain regions that we're worried about, we got to actually do further filters. And maybe our bot shouldn't be as like morally reprehensible because it feels like it's going after everything sometimes, especially on the rom-com side.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think I, I think I start to understand where you're going with some of this.
1: And then uh, it's all the old question. Were they doing it for the moral reasons or were they doing it for the uh, good old uh, dollar well, bill? Dollar, I guess. Bill, Japan, right? Japan, the good old uh, dollar well, yen. Tra- so, right. Dollar, dollar, as you used to say from your friends.
0: Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. I think, Well, it kind of speaks to, remember how we say, okay, Japan is being pulled into doing business like the way other countries would, the way the West would, kicking and screaming. This is one of those, like that tension we've mentioned in in the past.
1: And it's tough too because we say the West, right? But when we say the West, it kind of means like the Western sphere of the US, of Canada, of Western Europe, of Australia, of New Zealand, of certain things. But when we're thinking of these ones, like it goes beyond that and stuff like that, and multilanguage and things like that. And so, and these ones they were showing for examples, were all English. I'm not sure about other languages, but I guarantee you it's probably the same. And I would say that uh, there's a lot of things they're going to have to rethink, but whether they understand that is another question altogether. And it kind of goes into some other things that Square Enix has been thinking about and rumors we've heard, because we've heard rumors about Square Enix that they want to get sold to Sony and that Sony wants, if they do want them, there's been a rumor that Sony wants Square Enix Tokyo. So that's why they sold off Eidos and Crystal Dynamics and all those Western developers they bought over 10 years ago. Remember Tomb Raider, Thief, and all that were done by them and stuff like that. And they never met their quote unquote expectations, even though they made some profit for them. And they sold that, those uh, developers, at a bargain basement rate a few months ago, which is crazy. Like they didn't make any money from that sale. And so it'll be interesting to see whether down the future, this is one of those mergers acquisitions we've heard rumored comes to pass and stuff like that and i wonder also for square inks we always think of it and most people i think in general think of them on the video game sphere so we forget they're not just that they also are on publishing sphere where they do do art books they do do manga they do content and other things i forget i wonder if sony is going to get those two or do they have to split that off too and i wonder okay are we trying to make it palatable for a sale for someone like Sony or anything else because well, we know the, the, Sony has been more um more restrictive th- on certain content Yeah, so but to speak, than th- Nintendo which is funny enough
0: it's just more of a case of okay it's a me- uh, well it's on the mediums because Sony has n- never done books have they as far as i know
1: it's hard to tell <laughs> like, it's hard to
0: like some of them i know they do all sorts like, of things many they probably respi- have a
1: division somewhere doing something right oh, because remember, they have their it's, hands it's in of, everything
0: it, like it, it may fit like the books, in some way, may indirectly fit their M.O. that we that we talked about a couple of years ago about establishing that fourth pillar, right?
1: And it would work it, well with Crunchyroll, Funimation, or Crunchyroll, as we should now call them, because that's what they are, and because they had among a manga part of their platform, and it's just kind of withered away, so to speak.
0: You think this is something that that could help? Something prop to, it up. it's something to think about too, right? Well, yeah, play all the possibilities. Try and see ahead, and, games, and I get it. And the game
1: side makes sense too for their game side and stuff like that to lift up the PS Five and stuff like that. And
0: well, what you I, now, what you see sitting in the corner over here, right? And
1: and don't worry, I'm sure uh, to tell the guys, it's like if they're doing this on a manga app, I think don't worry, video games. They can do updates. We're gonna make sure Tifa and anything offensive in Final Fantasy. We're gonna have all the black bars. There and stuff like that put into the remake of the first one already owned and to any future entries, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, Redemption. <laughs> right, it is Sunday. Yeah, so this is a uh, this is a story like this. This certainly got your attention. You're telling me why it got your attention. Fascinating though. Is well, it there not-
1: were two points. A lot of them are talking about the censorship angle, but I think just as egregious is how they're monetizing. Monetizing. monetizing it and stuff like that just as egregious and it, it just they have this statement but i i feel like they're done like i don't know how you go forward with this app like i think at this point they should just shut her down and, and they have to start it. from square one all over again because i think they've just they're toast
0: this doesn't work for you as well i think for
1: the they've they've got the twitter and all this other buzz and it's just Caput, They've uh, roasted themselves, so to speak.
0: Shot themselves in the foot? Whatever other cliche you just did? Self-inflicted wound? Yep. Probably a self-inflicted fatal wound.
1: Who knows? But It's like there were probably ways they could have avoided it, but I feel like it's something that came from Japan and stuff like that. And if they had done a little more looking at it and maybe went to some other people, they might have avoided some of the worst of this. But even if The censorship wasn't the problem. The way they're doing modernization, I think still would have killed them. And I think they still would have had, I think should have taken a hard look at what other things are doing, like show and jump and stuff like that. Even what Comic Key is doing. So Comic Key is another, there's a lot of web ones and stuff like that. A lot of them are doing monthly subscriptions and stuff like that. But Comic Key, they're not doing monthly. What they're doing is you do get the chapters, of the manga and stuff like that. I've been looking at Arte. And the recent ones, they have it up for free, I can read and stuff like that. But if I want the older chapters and stuff like that, and it's the actual full chapter, note that, full chapter, you can get it, but basically you buy a number of keys from them for a certain amount of money, and then it unlocks that chapter and stuff like that. And I think that's more respectable than this weird way of microtransactions or earning XP or whatever to somehow unlock maybe half a chapter. You know what I mean?
0: Well, as I said, my mom was sucked into those type of apps too. Worked to some degree. Then she realized, oh, wait, I have no more iTunes credit. Mike, can you give me another iTunes card? Okay. But yeah, it's it's funny because we had that. And then there was an older one. Remember, we
1: had quickly talked about 7C's. And so the update on Seven Seas, which was interesting, is they did finally, after all this time last month, I think it was in June or early July, they recognized voluntarily the union. And so that's all nice and good, and we'll see how that all goes. But they've shot themselves in the foot again. So a few months ago, they had an issue with translations with certain light novels like Classroom of the Elite and uh, Mushoku Tensei. And uh, they had to re-release them. Now, who knows when, like, you're going to have to check the versions on the physical. But at least if you got digital, it's like they've updated and stuff like that. So it's easier, actually, funny enough to get digital. But this month, and it started last, uh, last month in June, they had an issue with uh, a recent novel, sorry, recent manga they had released called I Think I Turned My Childhood Friend Into a Girl, Volume 1. And so people were reading it and they said, well, this is odd because they were looking at it and they said it was about a boy who's dressing as a girl and stuff like that, but he's referring to himself, what they've seen in the Japanese and stuff like that as a man, not as transgender woman, which is how it seems they've translated it into English for seven Seas, for either the adopter or the translator. And so, as we know, it's a prickly subject. Trying to get it all right and things like that. So people actually and went to the manga because, of course, everyone's on Twitter. And then she's like, "Oh my goodness, what's going on?" Like the manga was, pro- and I'm sure a lot of them have seen that now with how things have grown. And said, "Could you please go to the publisher and stuff like that to let your uh, things known?" And so they went to them, and then I guess they must have went to Seven Seas because they said, "We're going to review this." And they've done a Mea culpa on that one, finally, just like they did those other light novels and said, we're going to have to pull everything and basically re-release volume one with new pronouns and proper translation. And a lot of people that we're talking were across the board. You know what I mean? Transgender, not transgender, male, female, you name it. You know what I mean? And so I think even though they've got unionization, everything's around that end. I think everyone now needs to get on the same page to make sure they have the trust of certain publishers. I think some Japanese publishers they've worked with, they have the strong bonds, but other ones, even in the light novel, which maybe they haven't always worked with, they're probably going to have those second thoughts. You know what I mean? Saying, okay, I always trust the person saying I'm licensing to, to say, okay, I know you need to adapt things for that particular market or what have you. But after so many stories, so many things, they're going to say, can I really trust Seven Cs to do that after hearing all these different things and stuff like that and having to go back and reprint or redo the digital version and stuff like that. And I think that's their biggest hurdle now. It's not, not the fact union. that they've unionized and stuff like that. And all of them at Seven Cs now have to be on the same page on that top to bottom like the very top, the very bottom, they have to think about that, I think, in their mind. I'm not sure if everyone is. I think that's the Trojan horse. I don't think it'll kill them, but it's something that could kind of slightly bruise them. Well,
0: uh, it's... I I, want to read up on this story a little more. You put it in the Discord? Yeah, I did. And it's about
1: the tweet from Seven Seas, and they have examples on one site I've seen. And I know... That site, uh, it was the it was bounding in comics, but I don't. I as you said, that site's kind of hit or miss, so to speak, in how they report things and stuff like that. But the story they did show differences and stuff like that, and I could see it from other uh, things on Twitter as well, and it looked like it was relevant, and it was relevant enough that people actually contacted the publisher and the manga, and that Seven Seas actually issued the statement. So there is truth to what happened, stuff like that. This is like... With a, that. Like, and that's why I said, in the recent one, as I said, I think I turned my childhood friend into a girl and stuff like that, Volume it's 1. Sort so it's sort
0: Yeah, it's just... Like, there's a part of me wondering if there's a loss in translation aspect to this or uh, uh, or at least an ambigu- ambiguous type. Like, I mean, th- this tr- is sort of like the Evo thing.
1: And the problem, though, is, too, is that Twitter takes it to this whole other level, too, because people were saying different things, like some people were defending, some people weren't, but a lot of people were having that balanced conversation saying, "It's just, this doesn't look right compared to what I'm seeing in the Japanese and stuff like that. And after further review, that's kind of what it was. And, and the other thing is, I think the offer is, it is, I guess, in a way a game at the moment, but you never know. Maybe it'll change in the future in a few volumes where maybe he becomes a transgender uh, female and stuff like that. You never know. It's like a constant transformation and stuff like that of how these things play out and stuff like that. And that's the tough thing. Like we're not going to say that translators have a it tough, it's tough to go from one family to the next in languages, especially Japanese to English and back and forth. But sometimes you got to take that step back and say, okay, what am I looking at? And especially with something like this, you really do have to take the blinders off and go, uh, slow and steady and a lot of them they have done other titles as we've seen but they've been more from pics of where it's like the real stories and stuff like that of different uh, creators for their experience of transition whether it's their game coming out and things like that you know what i mean and seven seas has done it and so has yen press and stuff like that
0: yeah oh boy uh, you know what i think we've just like i want to read up more on this but it's I don't know if I'll have time to, but
1: but it's 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 kind of funny because you had the light novels and we had mentioned that in passing and stuff, but it's just continued on. But it's something to keep a watch on, as I said, and to think about. And I'm sure other publishers should think about it too and stuff like that, because you want to get right, you want to do right by everyone, but just double check and see how you're going and stuff because sometimes without thinking about, you may not exactly get it right, and it'll cause you more problems in the end, right? Even though you feel you're trying to do the right thing, it's
0: tough. No kidding. But that's sort of our world now, right? Everyone has good intentions. Or, not everybody. But people, a lot of people generally have have noble intentions. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't come across that way. There's some, There is some pragmatism that goes into this, too. And then there's just... Well, nothing perfectly translates one to one.
1: But some of the stories like these ones, the last two we brought are some I feel like the others can listen to and maybe look up and think about and then maybe come back and they can give their two cents and stuff like that and maybe our opinions will evolve. We hadn't haven't really given our opinions. We
0: just said, hey, this is this is something what's I happened and attention. stuff like that. And well, to I think try, about I and t- stuff like that and to limit giving too many opinions these days all all i think my
1: opinion was is that it's funny i was thinking about seven seasons the new it's all well and good but i said the bigger thing is this what i'm looking at now and i just wonder how it's going to play out and stuff like that and it's a tough kettle of fish right to look at even if you have those trusted partners
0: yeah easily Anything else you want to bring up, or I think have you over? You think you overstate? Because yeah, no, s-
1: I have one more uh, to to give you. Actually, two more. So one was it's funny. So there have been a few things I've been watching for the summer season and stuff like that, but I ended up deciding to add one more thing to the queue this weekend, and that is um, Lycoris Recoil. And so it's a new Girls with Guns anime from uh, Anaplex, and it's on Crunchyroll.
0: How old school.
1: And I'm uh, like i I'm trying to think. Like I'm feeling like I haven't felt this good about one of these since watching Noir.
0: I was about to say a, or Michiko Noir or, or Madlax or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, Or
1: Michiko or Hatchkin and stuff like that. There's some different vibes. There's great action scenes, incredible action scenes. So the reason why I decided to give it a go, I was going to give it a go at one point, but I saw a story on Anime News Network where Hideo Kojima supposedly was tweeting out about this show. So it was as he was on Amazon Prime and he was looking for um, an, a critically acclaimed film called uh, Licorice Pizza. And supposedly Licorice and like, Licorice are similar in Japanese. Oh, I as guess, in licorice pizza. In are, you,
0: are you referring to licorice pizza? The, the I guess that's what it's called. It's yeah. a Western movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, and that, that, that's, after that's gotten a lot. an awards buzz.
1: So I guess licorice and, and licorice are similar in, enough in Japanese. So he's doing Amazon Prime. And so he's like, oh, I guess I'll check this out or whatever. And he just supposedly got hooked on licorice uh, recoil. And stuff like that. And he starts swinging fun... up on him. He says, I'm gonna be here every week to watch this anime and stuff like this that. Is, and what is her
0: and this is on Prime? In Japan. What was it on So here?
1: in um, the rest of the world, it is Crunchyroll. Because it's Anaplex. So I remember since oh, Crunchyroll yes. and Funimation, well, yeah. it's, it's, it's basically keeping they're all it the same all thing. in the family. So it's on Crunchyroll. Funny enough, just English sub so far. They have other languages dubbed, but not English yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see it at some point because it's just too a fun of a show. It's basically girls with guns. The two main girls are at um, a candy uh, coffee cafe and stuff like that run by their handlers and stuff like that. And basically set in Tokyo and not the Tokyo Tower, but the Tokyo Skytree is destroyed in a terrorist attack before the series even starts but they left all the ruins of the Tokyo Skytree up just as a reminder. And they say, oh, we're all peaceful now, but they're peaceful because they've now trained all these high school girls basically to stop threats before they happened. And it's called direct assault or DA is the organization. And these two girls are kind of were members, but they're now outside with one of the former guys that started this organization. So we're going to see how that goes, but a lot of, action sequences and stuff like that. That are incredible.
0: A, it feels like a mix. Like just just what you just said. It feels like a mix of a lot of motifs throughout the history of anime and fandom and mm-hmm. manga. Mm-hmm. Like in the early stages, in the earlier stages decades ago, you talk about post-apocalyptic, maybe pa- post-terrorism attack. And then which which as um, misinformed, like to say in his YouTube in his YouTube explanation of anime, you know that was simple, and then it gets more complicated when you start talking about high school stories. Mm-hmm. Remind me to put the video back up. But that's a. That, it just sounds like it melds the two together. Well, maybe Eva like two, but
1: but there has been no like there is no high school saying. It's like they've shown us the training facility and stuff like that. But the main thing seems to be this coffee shop for the two girls and stuff like that. And then they're going out on these missions and stuff like that that are given to them and stuff like that. And the one girl is basically using rubber bullets and trying to keep things safe so far, whereas the one that got kicked down of the organization, DA, and is now Whiffer and stuff like that, has tried to get back, but I guess has accepted it at this point of the story is still using her lethal gun. And when she's shooting, she's shooting uh, basically to kill live rounds. But so far, she's basically been shooting uh, now and just trying to get the limbs so that she doesn't kill anyone because the the main character, she doesn't want to basically kill anyone. And supposedly she kind of has this matrix mode where she can see the bullets and is kind of going around them and just bang, bang, just shooting them with these rubber bullets to incapacitate them.
0: This I got to see.
1: And then they do other weird I, I, jobs which are, are just are helping out random
0: jobs which is funny too. So much to watch. It, it, it's it's but disgusting.
1: Licorice uh re, uh recoil. Licorice recoil.
0: Is that I who knows the pronunciation? Licorice recoil. Is okay. Proper. But uh, And what's but, the other thing?
1: Oh, I was thinking about back to the um manga up act from Square Enix and so I was thinking funny enough because I'm walking the dog, and then on one of the main streets I was passing by, you know the library, um, those Lenda libraries that people put on their front lawn, oh, little yeah, yeah. box and yeah. stuff like that? I was debating to myself, I said, if I lived on a main street, and I put one of those on, but instead of regular books, I just put manga and light novels, and I got all the ones that have long names, that have make run-on senses look like nothing, Maybe put some uh, other things like maybe some rom-coms or some uh, other oddball things in there. I said, how long before either A, someone from the city comes and basically takes it down because I've corrupted the community and stuff like that and I'm fined, or B, there's nothing left in it because people took everything and then never actually put something else back the I was about, about box. to say that one.
0: I was about I was to say, say what's which more, was likely? more likely? Yeah. Be easily, because because the, and then at that point the city won't even have the chance to check uh, to to um, know that you're corrupting people. So uh, uh,
1: sorry, that, the only reason I thought that is I saw it was because of that story this week. It just gave me a good chuckle thinking about. It. It's oh, No, yes, no, but it's still a funny thing to think about. No, it,
0: it, it it's hilarious actually. Okay, all right, just quickly on my cue. Um, I was about to start, or I was early into. I know you got to go soon. No, we're good. I was about to start um, the third season of Kaguya-sama. Okay. I think I watched the first episode already, but uh, that was a couple weeks ago. Well, actually before Anime North, so maybe about a month ago. I may have to rewatch. I was debating with myself taking out a, a Shonen Jump subscription, yes or no? See, the thing is, I think you can still watch it
1: well, sorry, not watch, but in that case, read the recent chapters. But it depends you want on. Well, stuff I wanted. To, I would have right? wanted stuff from and the beginning, I'm not, and, and I'm not sure. See, that's the problem with some of the apps and stuff like that, is I want to say they have all of it, right? But I'm not sure because sometimes online they'll have some of the chapters, but not all the chapters. So that's what makes it hard to tell you
0: yes, no, right? Well, maybe I guess I'll. Well, but it's not a the most expensive proposition per month, is it?
1: Mm-hmm. And they do have it physical so far, but yeah, it makes sense in your sense to maybe think about more digitally, and you never know, you might find something else you stumble upon.
0: Well, that yeah, I mean I, that. I, I mean, I'm, I, I was thinking about it because, well, yeah, obviously I want to read um, Kaguya-sama because that's a Shonen at thing, isn't it? If memory serves me correct.
1: Yeah, it's in that realm. I don't think it's Shonen Jump proper, but it's still. Uh, and I think whatever it's,
0: in, it's it's one of the related apps, in that. and that it's in the app. I think it's in the app. If memory serves me right, I, I remember looking through it.
1: But it's interesting with Kaguya sama that I feel like it's one of the more recent uh, rom coms in recent history that really has got buzz and has got season after season, because you never know what's gonna catch it's gonna, fire and it's stuff like soon. that. I
0: think I think the um, creator mentioned they'll end it soon. So, yeah no
1: no I know the manga it's gonna end at some point they're getting closer to that end game as they said
0: yeah no it's more of a case of also well yeah I wanted to just read a few things remember I yeah and while I have a physical copy of um, Demon Slayer mm-hmm. the box I'm asking yeah, myself maybe I'll just to read do it.
1: that since they had the box the yeah but thing, right?
0: but but the thing is I know chapters are there so maybe I can mm-hmm. read it digitally without having to um, corrupt my box yeah right? I know
1: on the phone and stuff like that yeah sure.
0: So that, that that's my dilemma about uh, Shonen Jump. But as I said, it's not a big ask. Was it 2 a month or something? Mm-hmm. Is, that the, is that what it is? Yeah, it's something around there and stuff like that. But everyone's different, right? And the other thing
1: is you don't have to worry about censorship, so to speak. Some of the ones they have had issues with, the one uh, manga we have talked about, um, oh, something triangle. But anyway, that one, I know uh, they put it in other places. And then I think Seven Seas rescued that one too, uh, I think it was Ayakashi Triangle is what it was called. But um, that one, they've put it in other uh, platforms. Just, I know what it was. They would not have things on the app, but they would have it on the browser version that you could access certain manga. And that was one of them. So that's an interesting way to work around and stuff compared to Manga Up from what we saw.
0: Well, I mean, the, the, I think you can get your regionalization that way.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird world, especially. But yeah, no, Kaguya-sama, like, great one. And you never know. There might be some other ones, as you said. You might look to. And even Demon Slayer, yeah, you might, instead of go to the physical, you can just go to the uh, digital. And that one is definitely on the actual app itself and browser. Yeah, we'll look it up.
0: Anyway, so I think we've used up enough time. No, I'd say,
1: uh, I figured we were going to go long in that, and we still have tons of time on my end to spare. I did take a look at the clock. I know uh, it's probably a long episode, but we had a a few that were less than long even at Anime North because of all uh, the crazy things that could happen, right? Well, okay, let's
0: go back to Anime North. We'll end it there and all that stuff. I mean, see, as I said, we're going to see an attendance record, or at least when the numbers start to come out, it'll be... pushed forward as an attendance record. It's just that it, it's just there's so much. Like I read uh the Facebook group. I don't go as much on Twitter, I get it. Mm-hmm. But there's so much vitriol, so much anger sometimes. Right? So what's over like Oh no but people were like they were slamming them. What? People were slamming them over the uh
1: Oh yes, the, the lines, lineups I remember the lines. And well, people saying
0: I could have ran this show better.
1: I think realistically people don't realize until they get behind the curtain and stuff like that. And the other thing was they wanted to do right by everyone and by the attendees and set up these policies. But when you do set them up, it's as the thing, as Norm said, it's like, you're not going to be a well-oiled machine after two years off. You know what I mean? Like you have to get back in the swing of things. We didn't always have all the staff there because they might've had issues like myself where maybe someone got COVID, maybe got someone had a close contact. Or worse. And then, um, the other thing is we want to do right by having, um, making sure you had your shots and stuff like that and, uh, things like that. And so, yes, it does add up to time and that, and it wasn't out of malice. It was just, they were figuring things out themselves sometimes too, and it was a learning experience that they learned for next time if they ever have to go through this again, which that one part, the looking at vaccination status and things like that, they may not be doing next year. You never know.
0: I, I'm I'm curious to see what stories will, if related stories will happen at, or have happened at Matsuri in Houston. I know we that's that's enough. That's a four letter word. All sometimes. I can, all I can in, say, At Otacon, at Revo.
1: But all I can say is if they want lines, if they want to be in the worst of the worst, they could have went to uh, Anime Expo. That could have been the fifth ring of hell if they wanted to see the worst of the yeah, worst. Yeah, but, but they could have went there. But Trust the me, thing, they didn't
0: see the worst of the worst. It, like,
1: Anime Expo, seeing some of the things there. It, well, it just yeah, went but then again, the then,
0: then, then again, but that, 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 that lineup was at least indoors, maybe it's somewhat air conditioned, quasi air conditioned.
1: Well, some because, parts, because yeah, the yeah, end, yes. but and, because but they the went end end around was... block. They went around blocks yeah. though, just like they did before. So that was outside.
0: Yeah, that, and that But in then uh, anime north, that was almost exclusively outside those lineups.
1: And that was, I know, that is the toughest part and stuff like that of that. And as Kevin, I think, was saying, like, you had certain lines where they had gaps and stuff like that between. And it wasn't the Thursday; it was Friday and on. That was the tough part. And as you said, there was the release, the hound moments where they wanted to do right by people. And they should have seen that where they said, you know what, you weren't able to get in on Friday. We so we'll honor you on and Saturday. we'll honor that on the next day. You know what I mean? And so I think they did the best they could within the circumstances. And everything is a learning moment. And some people, you just gonna yes, it's not great. But sometimes you have to take that deep breath and say, okay what's going on and stuff like that. And I feel like they would have let you know and stuff like that. It's going to be warmer. Bring some water and stuff like that. You're not always going to be indoors. I would have prepared myself with water, sunscreen, whatever, if I was a regular attendee and stuff like that. Yeah, but, hopefully- you're,
0: but but this is like a, you're getting a younger dem- demographic here who probably don't know better. It's, well, we're, we're in two weeks on the whole hindsight 2020 phase now. Right. All
1: I would say is two wrongs don't always make a right, No, and right? Th- that's, that's I mean.
0: why I, I, I take a step back when I read the anger, right? Like you from know say, where they're coming from and they know yeah, where they're coming from. Yeah, I can from. respect where they're coming from. It's just that if you really think you can do better, like if someone, some people say, well, I know how to run events or I know certain things and that's cool and all. And then the question you would ask
1: is, okay, that's nice to see, but when's the last time you ran an event? Did you run it during COVID or during these times where you may did want you those extra to, precautions and, did you and you run things it like the, that? And did you run it where was this? the facility and stuff like that? Because they also had the have the buy-in of all the facilities, right, of the Congress Center, of the hotels, and everyone. And that's buy-in too. That may not always happen. Like we've seen other conventions where maybe that's why they've been leery of putting... Full precautions on like uh, Anime north and Anime Revo. Like last weekend, there was one in Winnipeg, and the way it looked there is, all they said was, "We're not going to force you to wear masks, but please respect people who do." There are going to be some events with guests and things like that where they would like you to wear masks. If you do not want to wear masks, you're not going to be invited in and stuff like that. And that's kind of how they did. It, but probably for Winnipeg and stuff like that, it would be a lot less people at that convention center. I think it was RBC convention center. The interesting one, as I said before to you, is um, Thon, which is going to happen in a few weeks in Montreal. And so far, you never know, they might change it, but it sounds like they're not going to check for a vaccination record or anything like that, and that maybe the mask uh, proposition is going to be a personal decision, stuff like that. I haven't heard anything about guests But I wouldn't be surprised if some guests ask politely and say, could you let people who are coming to my thing be masked and stuff like that? And hopefully they would honor that. But everyone's going at their own pace and stuff like that. And Montreal will be interesting because if they're a little more lax, I think that would be a bigger con and stuff like that, closer to Anime Revo and Anime North in terms of size. So you would have thought they would have been not more aggressive but more um, realistic and think maybe we want to put a few more things on here
0: well you'll you'll know whether or not it's the right call a couple weeks later when we start seeing people's tests
1: well as they said before and all of the conventions have that it's a stickler and says we can't guarantee you will not get COVID. it's like that's a risk you're gonna have to take as an attendee and a risk we're taking when we go outside every day right Oh yeah. When you go when when we go outside when I go to said. work
0: when most of many of us go out to work. Mm-hmm. I get it. So this is yeah, as I said I and like you said, uh maybe the some people who are throwing stones also don't know have you run these things before? And we know we both have and our in exper- recent times yes, too. in recent the times. real But <laughs> we know uh, like even in the even when times were good. I know how, str- uh, like, I can speak from experience knowing how stressful these things are. And, and I didn't even sit on the head of it. But I was along for the ride, for my own experiences, seeing in the early days of Anime North and the early days of Fan Expo myself, mm-hmm. when I was helping those things along.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you sort of see it yourself in the background in, your cur- in some of your more recent roles. I mean, you helped, you helped out, you help out in the all-night tracks. Yeah, the good thing was the all-night track did not happen happen this year because they closed at one.
1: Mm -hmm. So luckily, me not being there was not uh, a death knell for us because I've been going to the vault to curate the all-night room for over a decade, so to speak. Because remember, a lot of conventions at the beginning of the millennium and stuff like that, there were still sometimes some fan subs and things like that in those all-night tracks and stuff like that in different conventions and things like that. We're past that point. But we're definitely... I, that's, I tried to get us past that point well before like 2008 and stuff like that so that I didn't want any surprises. I don't want someone from a company or otherwise to walk into the room and see something of theirs and it not be an official copy and stuff mm-hmm. like that for our region and stuff like that and cause problems for the convention or whatever. So we got to get it right. So for a long, long time, like, We've had the official Blu-rays and everything there, so that if anyone comes in, they're seeing they're seeing the real deal and stuff like that,
0: or even maybe a retro copy, like an out of print. uh, Maybe I think you can get away with an uh, at least an out of print. Yeah, no, no. That's well, why well, that I say, like, official. when
1: they see the official, sometimes it may be on a print, because sometimes I'll show older stuff as well, of course. And I know, Norm, they sh- were talking about showing the older stuff and showing some laser yeah, discs, discs and stuff yeah, like um, that. And
0: on that note, it was it was Tom Smith's collection he mentioned. Um, you, you knew Tom?
1: Yeah, no, he was helping out, uh, well, not with the all-night specifically, but with other parts of the all-night, the hentai room and some other rooms, that they were doing some marathons and things like that, and we checked some rooms, so he checked some rooms, and... He's a really good guy to work with. Like, it's a tremendous loss for the convention, and as we said, he's one of those ones that'll be hard to replace, as Norm said, as a person and everywhere. You know what I mean? All facets.
0: Yeah, he was good. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I I I crossed paths with him over the years, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, he he was um, not say I, I, he was at least a big brother figure. In many respects, because, you know, when we were, when I, I was associated with him, when I knew him, he was much older mm-hmm. than me.
1: No, of course he was. And
0: that's saying something, because I'm noticeably older than many of you guys, too. <laughs> yeah. Not not you, but the others.
1: Mm-hmm. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah,
0: so that's, that's the gap. That's the generational thing. And this is, well, as I said, this is where fandom is, in many respects. It's facing its, well generational gaps in fandom will always be a th- generational gaps period will always be a thing mm-hmm. right the anime we're just we when we talk about these things me being so out of touch with what what's popular and what's trending in, in in the fandom these days this is my this is our version of me or the way i'm expressing the generational gap in fandom or the way i'm looking at it but this is from the older side
1: mm-hmm. and we and we Reach the gambit as we talked uh, this afternoon, right? We talked about v tours We talked about everything under the sun that has changed over time and stuff like that. And it's will continue it's, to change. And it's,
0: it's cool. It makes you, but when you have been in it as long as you have. So I guess when you're the older generation, you really do step back. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. As for anybody younger listening to this, which probably is nobody, take a step back though. You'll know, you'll know it. At some point, and I guess you'll be you'll be in our shoes some years down the road. It's the question
1: too of you still had people at the no coming up and getting something and selling sign to them that they wanted and loved, and that's I think something we can all celebrate at these conventions. Well, yeah, because I wonder about that, especially with streaming over the last decade and how it used to be for us. We'd get months after the fact an officially translated. English version with a dub and stuff like that. And now, as we've always talked about recently, it's almost instantaneous for the Japanese with English subs and even other languages. Plus we have these dubs that are coming not months or a year after fact, it's like maybe one month or weeks after the fact, like they're going at rocket speed to get this stuff for people to consume on the internet. And there's so many shows every season but it makes me wonder, are these new shows gonna be the classics of tomorrow, or are they just forgotten in a heartbeat because of how streaming Netflix and these different sites run their businesses and things
0: like so that? So maybe there's something to be said about early release early release physical media because mm-hmm. maybe that's how a title endures. And I think this'll be the yes or this'll be a yes or no years into the future. Could mm-hmm. streaming could streaming hurt the what is it? Not necessarily popularity, but the nostalgia for a title.
1: And that's what I'm wondering too. And will certain titles that maybe we were nostalgic for that have come back, like Fruits Basket, Yurtsu is coming back, Trigun's coming back, and all these other ones, yes, we're watching but this new generation, how are they going to look at these different shows? Are they going to want to go back and look at something well off down the road and stuff like that? Will they have nostalgia like we used to? That's a good question, especially since it's a consume and forget society, almost in our minds. But maybe that's just in well, our older minds. Is, you know what we, I
0: mean? No, I mean let's let me expand that. Just before we go tonight today, we were so defensive about anime and manga as younger as a younger as an older generation back then mm-hmm. because we had to scrape and claw to find something. We treasured it a lot more, mm-hmm. but. And and this is probably like, you know, pop art and high art in other regions, right? Well, what we see as high art is like to, for us as foreigners to, you know, as international consumers of Japanese pop culture, Mm -hmm. we look at it as high art. To them, it's just every day something they can throw away. And I think that bridge, and I think that gap internationally is narrowing. It's coming to the point where international fans are looking at it maybe the same way as a lot of Japanese consumers would have. And so it's becoming even more and more disposable.
1: Week, and they can do it the week to week, and they can talk about it on so, social media across the globe. And that's so, a big thing too, right? So so
0: that, while that at the moment, popularity, and it gets you the money, it's there. That'll always be there. You can always manage it decades down the road. Will that nostalgia be in play? And that's, and, and while, the, and you can say all oh, that's well and good, it's still always about the money. If you can get the money back then and get nothing else, but if you always get it back then, and it's more than anything you'll ever see in the lifetime of an IP, it's up worth it, yes. But music artists always looked at the Holy Grail, their Holy Grail, their pop, like, Pop music artists look at their holy grail as something that endures. Not something that necessarily makes money. Just something that endures. That's the holy grail. In many respects, I think for any artist, whatever you do, music, movies, animation, comics, television, enduring over generations, that's probably the when, when it's all said and done what you want to be remembered for.
1: And I don't think that's always what's going to happen with certain animes and things like that because of the production committee system and stuff like that. Some of them are getting evergreen titles and are able to continue on and have, it's with you everywhere. Like the merchandise, the games, the anime, the manga, the novels, what have you, and some of them continue on. But a lot of them, it just feels like one and done. It's like we gotta get this out well, the sizzle is hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, especially you, I when, use when the you term have em- as many tiles as we have now. Yeah,
0: I know. You I I, I use the term like it's like ease. Well, yeah, actually is a word too. But um it's like I use the term emotional endurance, enduring or enduring or emotional endurance, you use the term evergreen. And I think those are all the same, similar terms, at least in the context of what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think my, my gut is telling me evergreen will be fewer and far between from this point. Mm-hmm. And I think, I'm not totally sure that's a good thing. It's maybe a little n- melancholy and sad to think that that, that'll, that it'll be hard to find now from this point. Right? So, you know, we'll, um, just a thought.
1: Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see those evergreen tiles because Crunchyroll's still trying to get a lot of that stuff on Funimation over onto their site and stuff like that, even though they said they were going to have most of it by the end of that one month and they didn't even hit the mark and stuff like that. And a lot of this stuff has been recent year stuff maybe a handful have been stuff from the aughts or maybe well over a decade i'm ago. waiting stuff to like still that.
0: see stuff. wave listen to me back on crunch on crunchy roll because i enjoyed that so much on funimation mm-hmm. not there not right now anyway but
1: we'll see how it goes it's like slowly but surely but it'll be interesting to see what the future holds
0: and i oh, guess well we can talk about it you know ad nauseum right We'll Can't. see what
1: happens next time. As we said, I think we've probably outdone ourselves. I'd say. For, I guess we can over, say this over is overstayed. an episode. Almost, yeah. This right? is a,
0: this is a well, but still, it's still just a space eater chat. So, <laughs> it, we, we we've overstayed our welcome for two hours. Well, at least we got the mics warmed in, right? Well, broken in. So, what's your take? So, what's your take? What's your first impression of the new Shuri mics?
1: I think they're great. We'll see how they sound uh, once we get the episode up and hopefully get some feedback. And as we said, the
0: five stars and all that uh, (laughs) razzle-dazzle. Well, yeah, well, we think the mics are fine. Mm -hmm. At least they left a good first impression here. The bleed doesn't seem as nearly as bad as they were on the older um, Apex mics. Mm -hmm. But it's up to you guys to tell us what you think. So, uh, yeah, we'll give the usual uh, contact information. So... We're on the web. It's so outdated, but anime We're on Twitter and Instagram. It's so outdated at anime roundtable. We're on email, which is outdated, which just in a concept is outdated. anime roundtable at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter and in, uh, not Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Twitch. Yeah, twitch.tv slash anime roundtable. This would have been probably good as, as a video, right? But mm-hmm. just not today. But worth trying, and you know, at least give us a follow there, so you know if when something goes up, we'll, you know, you'll be notified of it. And of course, subscribe to our podcast, which you're listening to right now. And uh, if you could give us a review, as Kevin says, you know, try and give us the five star, all that razzmatazz, all that razzle dazzle. Yep, and, jazz hands, uh, etc.
1: As he said, give us your honest opinions. Well,
0: yeah, that too, so that uh, and always at least remind
1: us. Make sure to plug in your cords. Oh, yeah, that
0: too. Can't hurt us. No, it can't hurt at all. <laughs> so, yeah, th- as I said, this is just uh, another mic test. So, and, uh, but it's also, well, it's been a while since we actually, uh, since uh, James had, uh, had popped by six points. So, so uh, it's the first time I've seen him in a couple, uh, in person in a couple of years.
1: Yep. It was uh, before uh, COVID and stuff like that. So,
0: Yeah. Good to see you. No, th- it's th- good th- to be back. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. And thanks for uh, having, helping me ta- test out the mics.
1: Yep, no problem. It was good to christen them and stuff like that. And I guess we'll see what we do with uh, the old mics as they say. Do they get the Viking uh, funeral treatment or do we see if we can find them a new home?
0: Um, well, check out the, uh, it'll pro- we'll probably put them on sale uh, initially on, at least mention it on the um, Twitter feed, right? And yep. Instagram just saying they're now for sale. Mm-hmm. This is ni- these are nice. These are this is a good first impression. These uh, these new microphones. You know, as I said, the Trash Taste Boys use the um, the uh, what is it, the SB four or whatever it is, the 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 really advanced version of this, mm-hmm. and the old school version, but the original versions of the of these mics. But these are more these are updated versions that are more, you know, affordable, because mm-hmm. you know w- we don't make the same money as the Trash Taste Boys.
1: Also, there are more podcasts these days too, right? Uh, so that helps us too. There. It probably helps us find uh, better quality, affordable mics, right? Compared to we back in the I mean? day, 2006.
0: Well, these, yeah. no, the, these are more, I said, these are probably a little bit more pricey than the ones that we got back then. But then again, that all said, I bought those used and they're only breaking down now.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so maybe, the quality was there.
0: So. Yeah, and then just times change, technologies change, needs change. So the microphones kind of go with those changes, mm-hmm. like the equipment goes with those changes, right? I mean, we can we can go on about that for another two hours, but uh, let's uh, let's just turn off the recorder now. Okay. Anyway, th- thanks for listening, and we'll uh, talk to you in a couple of weeks, I guess, uh, and maybe we'll finally do episode sixty nine. I see <laughs> I had to say that one more time.
1: I see episode sixty nine is yeah, that the yeah.
0: extra special episodes they say, okay, who knows what we will end up talking I'd say I'd say it'll be more mature, but that's sort of what the talk is anyway.
1: so what's gonna happen when we turn sixty nine Mike is it gonna be like it'll be the on or is it it'll be, be it'll the be end. the end that's what it's it gonna is. be the it's the gonna huh? be the end. <laughs> That's like everyone's going to fear turning 69, huh?
0: Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. And one last thing. Okay. Um, As we're taping this, we are in the middle of a long weekend here in Ontario and I think a good chunk of Canada. Yeah, just not Quebec. Just not Quebec. Well, they have have one something too at at another point.
1: Yeah, in June, Saint-Jean-Baptiste. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, just for reference. So we're in the middle of a long weekend. If you're in Canada, I hope you're enjoying it. And we'll talk to you in a bit. Thanks again.